Yes, sir. How we doing today? I'm doing great, man. What about yourself, brother? Hey, man, I'm all good, man. You know what time it is, broski. Mm-hmm. Bro, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hi, everybody. Thank you guys for coming through again. Yet again. Guys, it's your boys, man, from United House. It's your boy, Damien the Coach. And we have... John. <laughs> man said John. Yes, sir. Hi, man. Hey, guys, it's your boy, John, man. You know, if you've been listening to us over the past few years, you you recognize your voice. Today... Decided to speak on a specific topic. John, can you remind us? Well, we're going to be talking about um, the transfers and also um, the perform the expected performance of the players that have moved to their respective clubs. And this is about like ten clubs. Well, like we won't get into too much detail, but we'll make it nice and juicy for you guys. So yes. please enjoy. Yes, sir. Boy, let's start with this boys called Arsenal, man. Broski, they brought in zilch. Zero. Nothing, blood. <laughs> Your boys brought in nothing to write home about, blood. You know, they but anyhow, mm-hmm. they're out, yeah? What do you have to say about Aubameyang going to Barcelona, bro? Oof. All right, from an Arsenal's perspective, let me start off from there. It is, let me say, good and bad. <laughs> good, good from the perspective that, like, there won't be any possibility of drama starting off in the locker room because he is a captain. He's yes, a sir. Captain. Many players look up to him. And if, let's say, the captain, or rather the former captain, speaks ill about the manager, you know, or doesn't yes, really seem to be getting in, like, um, doesn't they're not really working well yeah yeah it really changed the perspective of the young players or the other players towards That's the true. manager and maybe also undermine him and uh, and uh, then also they might try to force him out by like performing badly you know because the first one who will be sacrificed in a club is the manager followed That's by true. the player because the manager is cheaper than the players because the current wage bill it's not it's not the club's fault but like well it is what it is that's the market these days then now speaking from a Barcelona perspective but then it's bad okay I talked about the the bad the good part now let me talk about the bad now Arsenal really need a striker a person who they can depend on to finish off the chances yes of course Lacazette has been good I have to give them that. I have to give him that. But more often than not, give him five chances, he'll score one of them. Aubameyang, at least you can he can score three out of five chances. That's the thing. And Aubameyang runs. Lacazette at least is trying. I can give him that. Before he never really used to do much of that. But <laughs> like, there's a movement that he has that really makes you feel like this guy has, knows what's going to happen, you know? He has that yes, instinct, attacking instinct. Like it's, um, imagine trying to shoot a target. That is now a Bamiyang. Now the bullet that's going to the target, that's now a Bamiyang. Mm. What about you, brother? What do you think about it? 
Man, I think it's just it's it's classic Arsenal. They always have this thing that happens with their captains, all the way from your Vieiras to your Fabregas's to your Van Persies to your Alex Songs to now Aubameyang, bro. Arsenal and captains don't mix, blood. It's like oil and water. I'm trying to tell you, bro. But yeah, at least they've gotten something from Aubameyang so they can be happy about that. But just like the Adebayo situation ended up, this ended up very salty. Just like the Van Persie situation ended up, it ended very salty. We have seen a train of behavior with Arsenal fans. Just like they ended up with Wenger, very salty. This is not a one-off is now the tradition of Arsenal fans that basically just they become very unappreciative at the first sight of misery or issues and so to that I'm sorry there's nothing I could really say positively on that note the only positive I see from this is on the player's point Aubameyang can leave this misery of a club mysterious vibes we've been getting from Arsenal not knowing what really happened some people saying he went because of his mom some others were saying it's a characteristic with Aubameyang that he's like a desco and his behaviors at clubs this down the third stories that touch yeah all that stories no problem but what we can get out of this is a player is now in Barcelona who left Arsenal any way you want to look at that that is an upgrade for Aubameyang any way you want to look at it so, huh, at his age, to get Barcelona, come on, man. No matter how temporary that is, the status has risen. So, I'm sure he will just retire gracefully, in my opinion. That's what I have to say about this case, bro. Oh, interesting, interesting, man. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Can we move on to other players? Or you still want to say something on this? No, 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 go on, go on. That's okay, because they have a... Niles has gone to Roma to join Tammy Abraham and Jose Mourinho. But that's on loan. Mm. I think that's a that's a good one. Mourinho will make use of this young English boys for sure. I think but he'll make it permanent. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It depends on how it goes, for sure. For sure. Mourinho, people, that, people always say Mourinho never used young players. He would. He has always shown that he does use them. So it's just the me- noise from the media. You are saying something. Yeah, I was saying that. Um, given how like things were for him, I think was it last year around December, whereby he said, "I just want to play football." Right. Uh huh. Yes, sir. We like to welcome Bello T. You know what time it is, guys. Bello just Yo. joined the chat, man. You know what time it is, the boy. You know, because of Bello, we started off late. And your boy still came in when he wanted to. Hey, man, no complaints. Uh, you know what time it is. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? How you feeling? Uh, first of all, man, in case you hear, like, uh, some, like, background music, man, please. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm in public, that's why, so I apologize. Yeah, we got you, bro. We got you, bro. Let me just fill you in, yeah? So we're yeah. just talking about the transfers from all clubs. Lucky enough, we just started, so we're still in Arsenal. Me and John gave our perspectives on Aubameyang's transfer to Barcelona. And yeah. we're about to talk about Maitland-Niles in Roma. But before we get on that, what is your perspective on Aubameyang and Barcelona in relation to Arsenal? Okay, I think... Uh... 
Well, I look at Jesus for like a woman, just like, like harsh, Anna, and um, he's uh, it, it kind of feels like it was, it was the right move for them to make in terms of the relationship with the manager at Spalt. But the fact that they couldn't get a replacement in makes it look really poor at the same time because who yes. are they going to rely to, like, uh, to get them the goals they need to get to top four? Uh, like Azeta and Ketia are decent, but when you look at the quality of the other teams they are uh, competing for for top four, we've got Ronaldo and Cavani. Spurs have got Hurricane. You know, I don't care whether he's having a poor season, Hurricane. <laughs> right. Hurricane. You get me. And then yes, Chelsea, obviously, with uh, so the firepower, I'd, I'd say they'd mostly be relying on their wingers, the likes of Martinelli, Saka. So selling Aubameyang. Yeah, because the relationship with the manager has deteriorated. Fair enough. But the fact that he couldn't get a replacement in, it looks it looks kind of funny to me, man. Or did you want me to talk on how it looks for Barca as well? Or just Arsenal? Yeah, that? sure, sure. Because we um, gave our I, I gave yeah. a holistic opinion as well. Yeah, yeah. For for Barca, it's a fifty fifty thing for me. It could go either way. But it's kinda it's kinda funny how like uh Javi came in with the mentality that he was going to play this sort of <laughs> football that Pep had. And then these are so on uh, likes of Traore before him and him, Aubameyang himself, are, uh, are signings that I wouldn't really see Pep making. So, like, the direction he's taking the club, uh, I'm not really sure where the signings fit in. Maybe time will tell. Cause we short term, him you know, short in. term. Yeah, a lot of the academy boys are highly technical, that, you know, can control the ball and so on and so forth. And when I think of Traore and Aubameyang, I don't, I don't really see that. I see pace, I see power. I see directness. I don't really see the philosophy he was trying to build in those guys. So those are signings I feel like could go either way. They could either bang positively or it could go it, it could go really badly for them. So let's see how that turns out. Hmm, that's a solid point right there. That's true. Javi wanted he came with this philosophy. But just to bolster your point here, yeah, I think from what we watched in the first half of the season with Javi. I think the only thing they were missing was that end product. So yeah. they had De Jong there, but everything else seemed okay, but the goal. So I think Traore coming in on that right wing would obviously make crosses available and, like you said, impute that directness. And Obama Young as well coming in will basically come and finish the dinner. So I think, I mean... Whilst we say he's kind of changing his philosophy, I just think he's creating some short-term solutions to help bolster his long-term plans. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yes, sir. And so we move on to uh, Maitland-Niles. Bro, Maitland-Niles has gone to join Mourinho at Roma, man. Any thoughts? Bello, yeah, you can I go first. That, yeah, that, that, that signing happened, happened in the first week of the window. So very early in the window, right? He's actually... He's actually played a couple of games for them. Uh, so, uh, he, he's like played in midfield and uh, defence. So, it's a positive for them. I don't think Roma are doing that bad in the league. They're still fighting for Champions League positions. And it's good for me. Mm. Now, it's like throughout the summer, he made it clear he wants... Mm. Solid, solid, solid. What's your mm. opinion on that, John? Okay, are you still talking, Bello? Mm-hmm. I think Bello is cutting off, right? Like he said, he's in public. Mm, I think maybe it's just... Yeah. 
Yeah, but probably sometimes uh, he plays further up in midfield, but then uh, I think that's a, that's a decent move for him. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, John, what's your opinion on this move? I'd say it's good for him, like in terms of like um getting game time and also... Okay, I think it's also good for him to have game time and also mentally, like um, mm. motivation to keep loving the game and also like um just discovering his hidden talents when playing the game. You know, like mm. when you're playing different positions, like Bello said, around yeah. defense, midfield, and also like as a wing back. So like um that will really get him going. And also motivate him to like um show the fans like what he's capable of doing and what Teto was missing on. Uh huh. Is that all you have to say, Bello? Um, um, John. John. <laughs> yes, yes, bro. All right, all right, guys. We got Bello back, man. Y'all know what time it is. Obviously, it's in public, so we're gonna have to, you know. Forgive the network and whatnot. We move. Yeah, sorry, so man. we are. that Balogun boy, bro. Is that like we're gonna meet him in Middlesbrough, man? We're playing. We're playing Middlesbrough on Friday, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. United. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So for Larry, bro. <laughs> I mean, bro. You see, <laughs> United, bro. Don't laugh, bro. Don't laugh, cause you already know. You already know what I'm gonna say, man. Broski. See, <laughs> for Larry should score. Bro, <laughs> I swear to God, man. Yo, wait, don't, any, guys, if you laugh, I'm telling y'all, man, if y'all make fun of this guy, he's gonna score. Please, man. Like, what's your opinion on this move right here? Uh, I, John, I, I personally. Okay, you can go first. I, um, go. Yeah, I personally, <laughs> like, uh, if I'm being 100% honest, I didn't know he made the move to Middlesbrough. So <laughs> you're, just, you're just the one letting me know now. But, but we know, like, um, at... Uh, Please, respect, at, at, respect. Football yeah. heritage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Hey, man, bro, stop laughing, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yo, yo, hey, all right, cool. So at the at the at the uh, at the younger age groups, I think under 18 and under 21, uh, but Bologun has scored uh, a lot of goals. Uh, he's he's got bags of potential. He's he's at he's at that stage where like now people are trying to see whether the potential pans out or not. But I know at under 18 and under 21 level, he was one of the most lethal strikers at that at that level. Uh, so Hundred. Yeah, yeah. So so I I liked the look of him. Obviously, it's it's very tough to break in into this Arsenal team, especially with the way the club is in that table. It's uh, it's it's very difficult for you to get chances, and the moment you don't make use of one chance, it's hard for you to get another game. So it's a good loan move for him. Hopefully, um, uh, Lindelof and Varane or, or Maguire keep him quiet, and we don't have the embarrassment of Arsenal fans trolling us throughout the weekend. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Alright, John. What do you have to say, man? Please respect. Please. Okay. Um I'd have to just trust Bello's words, man, that he's uh he has talent and uh since like he's playing for Arsenal, of course that he has the talent to be a professional footballer. He's young, according to what I see here. So, um, let me just say, I wish him all the best, really. And let's be entertained on Friday when he's playing against Man United. 
Ninja said, let's be entertained. Say less. He's going to entertain you. Don't worry about it. All right, cool. <laughs> no problem. Look at this guy. Say, all right. Kolasinac, bro. Marseille. Who heard of this? Yeah, I heard of it. Man. What happened right there, bro? Well, so obviously he wasn't getting uh, any game time. I think Arsenal's hand in Tavares and the summer made it clear that they didn't really want him there because they already had Tony, who was the first player right. left back. Yeah, so, but obviously, because of uh, Tony's injury issues, they needed a backup that, that yeah. they could rely on. And Arteta obviously didn't feel like Kolasinac was that backup for him, so he bought in Tavares, the left That's back version of Juan Bissaka. So, <laughs> <laughs> bro, for real, both, no balance, both blood. But are you telling me Tavares can tackle? Yeah, well, I've, I've, he's a bit better going forward than Wan Bissaka from what I've seen. So, but at tackling level, he's not he's no Wan Bissaka level. I don't think so. Yes, sir. But he has a few glimpses of Wan Bissaka. He could, he could, he could, he could give you the odd, you know, funny moments that we usually see with Wan Bissaka. That's that's where that comparison. But yeah, yeah so Kolasinac, yeah, not to diverge away from from the point too much, Kolasinac. French league. Um, I think um, he came from the Bundesliga for for free. Actually, Arsenal signed him for free. So um, mm. I'm not sure whether uh, uh, this was a free transfer. It's mid-season, so they made some money from him, and uh, I think he won a couple of trophies along the way. And he's also heralded as a hero for the whole Ozil incident, you know. That time. Bro, the two guys in that incident out the door, blood. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, for last night, it was a good time seeing you in the Premier League. Not, not too for many real. positive highlights, but uh, for Arsenal, I think it's a good move. They've reduced another wage earner that's not really playing. So, I'm good for them. Yes, sir. John, you got any different vibes? I think head right there. Honestly, I'd say that um, <coughs> I wish that Kolasinac, Kolasinac stayed. Big dog. Can you hear me? Yes, yes man. You well, you call the name one time, man. Kolasinac. <laughs> God, we're going to be here till tomorrow, blood. This is a Kenyan trying to pronounce a bloody Bosnian name, blood. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, this is just like me chiming in why is it so easy for these commentators to pronounce these bosnian and eastern european names but then when you talk to african names they're all different <laughs> right <laughs> right you 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 know the, you know the undertone there bro come on there's yeah, always bro. an undertone of course yeah, the man. boy he looks like them now so we're gonna do our best to pronounce it right and they know if they mess up Bro, you know them Bosnians don't play. Them Eastern Europeans don't play, blood. Have you seen? Have you seen a game? Have you seen a game in Serbia, blood? Come on, ask bro. England, bro. The last time bro. they went there. You don't need to talk Come too on. much about those guys, man. You see what Putin is trying to do to Ukraine, man. Bro. Broski. Mm. Yeah, it's a whole lot going the there. That's a that's a geopolitical episode right there. <laughs> but yeah, John. So yeah, mm. man. What, what are you saying about Kolasinac? I was saying that I'd prefer him to stay instead of like um Anna is it called Anna Anna Varis? Oh, uh, Tavares. Tavares, Tavares yes. I prefer okay. To stay instead of Tavares, why? Because um at times uh, uh, he isn't very physical. You get me? Yes, sir. Like he should be very physical. Yeah. 
and also being like attack my only down for for collapsing I should say is is um the injury he plays he has a good run of games let's say five or six and an injury that's why like Tierney took his position honestly you know yes, but uh, let's, wait, let's wait and see what um Tavares has to offer to the game and then also right. let's um Colasina show the best start to say we didn't I didn't see it happening but it is what it is man and uh, <laughs> yes sir I wanted to make his um put his presence felt in the sport that if as you're not consistent in terms of fitness and also performance then you have to go that's true that's true yeah you are here wishing them the best man you might as well send him a card blood it's all good so good no problem <laughs> this guy hey Fabio Mari bro who knew that Pablo Mari left bro Arsenal Arsenal really they did a whole lot of dumper dumper blood come on Fabio um Pablo Mari Udinese on loan wow mm. what do you have to say about that one you know Pablo Mari right the center back that they brought from Brazil Ateta brought him you know yeah that kind of went under the radar Broski. Mm, I think the pressure wanting him to first of all get get game time elsewhere. You know? Okay. Okay, that makes games, sense. Because like on his debut season, season he wasn't really performing well. People were making memes of him and like that can really affect one's confidence. So maybe I guess him and the player agree that he needs to find some game time and also get his groove back on and come back to the club you know yes sir yeah so that he can be ready to like um hit the ground running totally bello what's your opinion on this move yeah i think um the guy turned turned out to be uh uh, an underwhelming signing for Arsenal. I don't want to call him because obviously he didn't come with them. I have a price tag, but yeah, we saw him in a couple of games. I think uh, he's one of the guys that really gave Lukaku that beast image in Arsenal when he played the, uh, against Arsenal at the beginning of the season. You know, Lukaku right? <laughs> yeah. So clearly, um, Arsenal. He, I thought he was a decent, probably one of the backups that could have done a job. During the cup games and maybe filling for one of Gabriel and Chambers, probably I just doesn't feel that way anymore. I'm just wondering now that he's gone, like, and uh, I also remember like uh, 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 Chambers also going to Aston Villa. Who are the backup centre backs for Arsenal now? You have Holden. Okay. Chambers has also gone. Remember, we're gonna Chambers is the next one we're gonna talk about. But so yeah, we have Holden. Yeah. Holden White. Um, so holding backup, White Gabriel, Gabriel, and White Gabriel is still there, but outside of them, you have Holden. Gabriel and who Gabriel and White, those are yeah, center backs. Then you have Holden, Holden, that's that's it, bro. That seems like it. So, what's Rob Holden, selling Murray. Then, if you don't, you can't just have one backup center back for sure, yeah, for sure. You know they have that their young boy, but I think they also let that guy well, go in the father. summer. Uh huh. Yeah, he's not he's not in the club. He's been he's been alone now for a while. They remember Saliba. Yeah, Saliba's been alone. Like they don't really fuck with the centre backs like that. <laughs> for real, man. 
These guys were Aston's on one. They're Callum Chambers to Aston Villa. What are you telling yeah, me, guys? Like, yeah, like Chambers is a good, good, good signing. Good, uh, what do you call it again? Uh, move on paper, but for me, like, okay, let's look at Chambers now. He plays Fulham. He played in midfield for most of his Arsenal career. Played between right back and centre back. So for me, like, he's what twenty five now. Like at least he's, he's clocking his mid mid. Uh, mid twenties, uh, he hasn't nailed back on one like position that everyone knows he stands out. And then when you look at Villa, uh, they, they 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 already have a setback for for me. We know a right a left back we're gonna see Dean who just replaced Target. A right back is Matty Cash and in the center it's uh what do you call him again Mings and Konza. Right? Those, that's yep. like a settled back four. So it does, and then in midfield, you know, it's it's, it's McGinn, Louise, and one of Samson or uh, or what you call it is it in Kamba. So there's no there's no starting spot for him in midfield as well. So the move didn't didn't really make that much sense to me. You're moving from a backup. In Remember the- Ramsey? Yeah, yeah. You're moving from a backup in Arsenal to, to a backup in Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. He just he wants to play, blood, and bro, know, obviously VG has made some promises. Exactly what I wanted to say right now. Yeah, most definitely, bro. Yeah, bro. Can we imagine what's happened in Aston Villa so far, bro? Like we said, yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes what for Aston Villa now? We are moving on to Aston Villa, bro. We'll get to the point where this chamber signing makes sense. So Target mm-hmm. has gone to Newcastle, bro. Let's talk about the outs because they're they're smaller. So for the outs, what are you guys' opinion on my Target going to Newcastle on loan? Yeah, so that that's that's um, and I think sorry before I gloss over that, I'll come back to that. Twanzebe was there as well. Loan yeah, but there. I think Twanzebe really went somewhere that. else, no? Yeah, now he's in Napoli. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, it, he just he's, Chambers has come in to just replace. The bench guys, guys are in the bench. It still doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, my target apparently like the Villa fans. Uh, I, I I always thought he was like an okay left back, you know, not nothing special, but he did a job. But the Villa fans were saying that he's a bit like Luster going forward, and they needed someone to like, uh, and 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 he couldn't cover enough defensively to like make up for his lack of. Uh, Forward impetus. So yeah. Newcastle, um, and I think my Richie used to play left back for them. I'm not sure how much of an upgrade he is on Richie, but only time will tell. That's one of the signings that I can't really say it's good or bad. Only time will tell for me. Yeah, you know he's younger, bro. A, a younger player will always do something to bro. Richie has been there since I was two years old, blood. Come on, blood. Come on, <laughs> man. My Richie, bro. This guy fought with a manager. They sacked the manager. Richie still out here. You know what I mean? Come on, man. So yeah, no worries. Uh, John, any opinions on that on that move? My Richie to Newcastle. Newcastle are out here, man. They're out here, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no. Target, target. He's a left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd say it's a good move for him because um, also the same time he said that he found out about like um, the transfer of um, Callum Chambers to Newcastle, to Aston Villa in the last minute. So it was, he told the manager that, listen, I... I cannot be backup to another player, you know. Like I used to be the starting player, then backup. No, 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 no. 
It's not yes, happening. And I'm so glad that Jared allowed him the league, gave him the leeway to actually get get some game time and also confidence, you know, so that like it doesn't um pause his football career, you know, on the bench. Yeah, so I'd say honestly it's a good move for him. And given that like Newcastle seem like they know what they're trying to do, like trying to not spend astronomical figures on one player, but then like astronomical a decent figure on different kinds of players. And um, speaking on a new Aston Villa standpoint, they've done a lot to sign um, a new striker, is it? Um, yeah, well, it, it, when we finish yeah. with this out, we'll get into the, the ins, for sure. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's all, that's all you had on, on target, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, for the next out, bro, I didn't even know this happened. El Ghazi, Everton. Bro, Everton are out here, you know. Yeah. Uh, Gazi has gone to Everton on loan. Bello, what are you telling me? Oh, wow. So, just like you, I didn't know. That really slipped under my radar as well. Wow! So that's, that's, a, that's a wild one. I, am I the only you. one who, who wondered why Gazi wasn't at AFCON uh, for Egypt? Only to Broski. find out that he, he plays for the Dutch national team. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know that, man. But I was yeah. definitely shook. I didn't see him at AFCON. Yeah, so so El Ghazi Taverson, that's that's a really interesting one. It would be, I think Lampard has a vision for the team, I guess. I'm telling you, bro. That, uh, El Ghazi would fit in somewhere. I don't really see. Uh, he usually plays as the left winger, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Villa. So usually that that's a role Richarlison usually occupies. Uh, oh, Lukman. Oh, Damari Gray. Oh, Damari Gray. Yeah, so I guess he he just maybe brought him in to add a bit of depth to the squad. Probably. For sure. Yeah, no, we know El Ghazi, man. He, he's always capable of pulling uh, pulling up with the crazy goal. Oh, For uh, sure. Uh, yeah, he, he can always pop up with something when unexpectedly. So I think for, for depth for depth quality, uh, not the worst signing. Uh, it will be interesting to see where he fits in, in the Everton team. That's solid, boys. That's solid. John, did you hear anything about the uh, El Ghazi move? Yeah, I just have the same perspective about it, man. Like, it's a good move for him getting game time and also, like, um, joining um, an exciting squad, quote-unquote. So, let's just see how it performs if it goes for him. Because, honestly, this guy has a lot of competition over where he's going to. I don't understand this decision, but I guess maybe it's just the hype. I guess it is what it is, man. But uh, I think it's also largely to do with money. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, it's just a loan move, but it's one of those yeah. ones that could just become permanent. If he does good at, at um, Everton, they might as well just mm-hmm. buy him at this point. But yeah, he's not he's not a young young buck anymore for sure. But yeah, man, on the ends, guys, <laughs> we can't start anywhere else. But man, like Coutinho, how the hell did Stevie G pull this off, Bello? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, um, they played together, so that helps. That yes, sir. The major defining factor in where Coutinho went uh, this, this this window. I think there were a number of clubs that were interested in him. He could have gone to a, a few clubs. I'm sure he had options. I think your club uh, was interested too. Uh, fair enough. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I think uh, the deciding factor in that move is, is Gerard KVG. He has a pull, you know. I can't even lie. Like it looks like uh, KVG could could be a problem in the Premier League. You know, as a manager, he looks very confident. Uh, he's 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 got Villa playing in a very short style. And even before Coutinho came, I'm sure he saw that. He said, "Okay, it's not just uh, the fact that he's a former teammate of mine. He's, he's a decent coach, and it's a it's a team that wants to, you know, challenge for European places. And of course, I'm loved in England. Uh, it would be a, a decent comeback for me. So I think it's a it's a coup for uh, Aston Villa. As United fans, we, we we saw firsthand the kind of impact he can have in, in games. Uh, fortunately, so congrats to Villa, man. Let's see how that transpires. The only thing with him is." His, um, his concentration level, you know, when you've gone to Barcelona and you've earned the amount of money she was earning because she was on super high wages, yeah, your 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 commitment or your drive for the game is always questioned. How much more do you want it? And if he really wants it, he can make a huge impact for Villa this season. I think it's a, it's a great signing for them, uh, great signing for the Premier League. Premier League loves Coutinho, uh, so let's see how that goes. Yes, sir. Solid vibes. John, what are you telling me, man? How did this continue move shock you as well? Uh, before we get to that, I want to say something about El Ghazi. Apparently, he's okay. not. He's <laughs> Why are you laughing, Ben? No. <laughs> continue, bro. Before, before I say anything else, like, um, what's this? El Ghazi's contract is expiring next year. Yeah? Yes, so, sir. I guess this is maybe a move for him to like get his name out there so that other interested parties might see him you know getting that recognition so that once his contract expires like he's able to like um get the move that he wants now moving on to Coutinho yeah yes sir uh, honestly I'd say that um it's a, it's a good move for him since he's going to be working under a person that he had uh, good relations with him so, like, um, the possibilities of him performing well—it's really, well, really high, given like his um record in the league and also his record as well against Man United. Whether it's playing for Liverpool, um, Barca, or Aston Villa, is always a problem to Man United. So, I guess, given that's the fact, um, I'm sure like he'll have um more to give to Aston Villa fans. So that's something we should always look forward to. All right. So, like we said on Coutinho, that was a great move. And, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Lucas Dinier, blood. Fam, another one that shook my elbows, blood. How did this work? Bello, talk to me. Well, uh, I think uh, there was an issue between Benitez and uh, Dinier. I think Everton, like, lost, in the long run, Everton lost out because they, they put all their cards on Benitez so much that even the players he had disputes. Issues with. Yeah, had to go. And at the end of the day, he's gone. And they've lost out on a very, very good left back. One of the most, uh, uh, one of the, if, if you're ranking left backs in the Premier League, like, he's, he's usually top there in terms 100. of outputs. Yeah, so it's it's a, it's a coup for for Villa in my opinion. It's a huge upgrade on my target, and um, he's someone that Gerard could do a lot of damage with in the Premier League once he really settles in. Wow, 
I can't lie to you. I also felt like, fam, how the hell did Everton get this guy? United were what? Window shopping. No problem. Window shoppers FC. No problem. Um, John, please, what's your opinion on Lucas Dini? Well, I don't have much to say, really. I'd say, like... I, I, I have nothing to say about this one. Honestly, <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. In relation to your club, blood, how did they miss out on this? No, 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 no. As in, like, I don't see anything about it. Like, I can have no contribution about it. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, fair enough. Man. Some some Robin Olsen guy went to Roma. All right, cool. Callum Chambers, obviously, came through from Arsenal. So, man, I mean, given that Target, le- uh, what's his name, left... Aston Villa to Newcastle target. I guess this Callum Chambers one kind of makes a little bit of sense, does it, Bello? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I guess so. For Villa, it does make sense. For Chambers, I'm I'm not too sure it makes sense for his career, but for Villa, definitely they've got a centre back with Premier League experience that can help around. So that's a good move for them. I think they had one of the better windows amongst a lot of teams in the Premier League. Uh, I'll give the, the window a solid eight, if I've been honest. Wow. A solid eight. John, what's your opinion mm. on Callum Chambers in relation to my target leaving? Oh, honestly, I'd say he'd make a really good partnership with um, Mings. You know? And... Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so like um, I'd say Callum Chambers is seems like it's an upgrade to my target. So then I just see what he has in store for them. All right, no worries. Mm-hmm. So now, guys, that's what Aston Villa done. Yeah. We know we have to talk about when we talk about Brentford. There's one name that jumps out the window for you. Fam, yeah, how so, do sorry, you... guys. Before yeah. before you jump into the Brentford combo, uh, uh, I have to sign out. Unfortunately, I have to sign out. No problem, uh, bro. Yeah, man. But I appreciate the little time uh, I was able to have here. I like thirty yes, minutes actually. Uh, funny enough, but yeah, it's a good combo, man. Uh, the fact that you guys are analyzing all teams, man. I wish I could be here a bit longer, man. But great, oh, great. Yeah. All good, bro. All good. Bro, let the man them know in the group chat, man. Let them know what time it is. Why else right, we continue here? You know what time it is? All right, bro. All right, no bro. worries, man. John, mm-hmm. take care, bro. Yeah. John, right, so then. Brentford, how did they get Christian Eriksen, bro? Come again? How did they get Christian Eriksen? I think I think the manager apparently he had uh, he was his he was um, Christian Eriksen's coach when he was in the under eighteen for Denmark. Oh wow! Was already established, so um, the manager knew how to work, how to like form a good relate, convince him rather, you know. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Understand how to play him in his best positions not out of positions I think it's one of the reasons why he didn't come to Man United because he didn't feel maybe like the manager that was trying to convince him didn't really understand him and just wanted him to be there for surplus reasons but um, for Brentford I guess maybe told him that yo listen you'll be a starter and uh, we have something good in store for you 
And I guess maybe taking chances as well, being willing to take a chance on him is one of the motivating factors to like accepting the transfer to Brentford. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fam, I can't wait, man. Fam, you know, we got to wish him the best. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. But no worries, no worries. The arrival of Christian Eriksen. Bro, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. This is going to be good for them. So, some guy from Midland came in. Jonas Lossel. Or Loss. <laughs> man, he's Dane. So, you already know. I think he's Danish. I'm not sure, to be honest. But I know they brought in some guys here that was like, yo, who are these? But most of them were actually Danish boys, and I wasn't surprised. So, other guys that left the club, yeah. Marcus Force, he went to Hull City on loan. Um, Charlie Good, <laughs> but it's G-O-O-D-E. He went to Sheffield United on loan. And the key ins are Jonas Lostro from Midland and, you know, Christian Eriksen. So, Brentford, they already have a great team. I'm sure with this, they will still be good. Remember, their manager was Frank, man, the guy who went off on United. <laughs> I, I mean, justifiably so, to be honest. But yeah, man, let's move on. So, Brighton, bro. Brighton. The guys that left Brighton, you wouldn't believe this. Bro, remember Aaron Connolly? No. The boy who scored a brace in his num hotspot. Basically, he has gone to Middlesbrough. So, United might face a attacking force of Falaran and Aaron Connolly mm-hmm. on Friday. Broski. Bro, he is not above those boys to shock the world and use United as their stepping stone. I'm telling mm-hmm. y'all, man. Bro. Mm-hmm. I then we have what's your opinion on that Aaron Connolly situation? Well, I've I've seen that like um and he's really young, honestly. And uh yeah. I've seen according to here, he has like decent statistics, you know. Yes, in sir. terms of both contribution and assists. But mm-hmm. uh, I think he has a very bright future ahead of him, and it's just 22 years. Yes, Imagine. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He he'll definitely perform well or attempt to do so when playing against Man United on Friday. Yes, on Friday. Yes, sir. Bring the fake up. So that's something that the fans can definitely enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. What of yourself, man? I mean, like I said, <laughs> it wouldn't pass me. It wouldn't pass the abilities of Falari and Aaron Connolly to use United as a stepping stone. And I wouldn't be surprised if those boys, one of them at least, assist or score against United. I promise you. But yeah, um, moving forward. So Brighton, or the key transfer that Brighton made was signing Dan Byrne from from um, Newcastle basically he left so I said sign sorry he left Brighton and he went to Newcastle on a permanent transfer you know Dan Byrne how was your opinion on him okay the moment I heard about him was when like he made the permanent move to Newcastle but yeah. before then no honestly if I'm to be honest no All right, he's a center back here who normally played left back. This season, he has been used... Yeah, he's a left back, sorry, originally. But this season, he was used mainly as a center back. Maybe he was actually deployed in that left back position, but was always a center back because this guy's a tall... Like, he is one of the tallest players in the Premier League, basically. 
and for him to have been so prolific in that left back position and now his strength really coming out in that center back position bro is mm-hmm. something to write home about so you obviously newcastle are on a mission <laughs> a clear mission and signing that burn i think has been great for them also in one of the players who we might all not know Kaspar Kozowski came in from Pogon Szczesnik Broski, probably a Polish team but they signed that Kaspar guy they signed Denise Uzdaf Undaf from Royal Union St. Gilios hey man hey some strong boys I promise you they must be ball playing boys uh, because man like man like what's his name Grand Potter He's a really good manager and he knows what time it is when it comes to the players. That that boy that I just called, yeah, the Casper guy they signed, they sent him back on loan to the club that they signed Dennis Unda from. So Royal Union got Casper on loan. So basically, Casper came in from Pogon and he got sent on loan to Royal U- Union St. Gil, Gilois. So, St. Gilois. Anyhow, that's that's what you get on a Brighton thing, yeah? Obviously. Alright, so we move mm-hmm. to Burnley. Big dot. <laughs> Burnley. Quick business, yeah? They signed mm-hmm. Walt Wiggles from Wolfsburg. That, that's a striker. And Chris Wood went to Newcastle. So, basically, Wood left. They signed in another striker. There's no no long stories to talk about this one, but yeah, basic straight to the point. Chelsea, Chelsea. Oh, no one came in, no one went out. What's your opinion on that, bro? <laughs> I think honestly, I say it's just it's a stable club. Honestly, they have everything. They have a really good backup keeper. They have a really good first keeper, centre backs, left back right back every kind of position it's covered and it's not covered by any mediocre player it's like world-class talent so like those guys are good for the next three years without having to make any kinds of transfers yes sir fam i think they have bigger fish to fry anyway they they need to sort out their their lukaku debacle so it's all good they'll be all right guys crystal palace Mm-hmm. They signed Jean Philippe Meteta. Yeah? Man, from Mines. I've heard that name, man, for sure. But all right, mm-hmm. let's see how that goes for them. Nobody went out. Remember, they also thought they were going to sign Donny van der Beek on loan, but that failed mm-hmm. and Everton quickly, mm-hmm. you know, came through. So, yeah, moving on from Crystal Palace now. All, all, all support to Vieira and what he's doing, obviously. At least a black Premier League manager. That's that's amazing to see. So yeah, um, Everton. Obviously, it was crazy for Everton, guys. Like we can't even begin to start explaining what happened. First of all, they signed a new manager. So from the top, blood Everton style from the creme de la creme. They signed Frank Lampard. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Next thing you know, some Vitali Mayakolenko. Michaelenko came in from Dian Mokina. Hey, my Evertonians, hey, I know you all like to go to the pub and have a few drinks to your mates, but now there's a whole lot to celebrate because we've got Lampard, 
we've got Van der Beek, we've got Dele Ali, we've got Hel Ghazi. Fam, how did we do this? But bro, they signed all these guys and also Nathan Patterson, Peter, um, Patterson, Peterson or Patterson from Rangers and like I said, Vitali Mayo Kolenko. What's your opinion on all these transfers that came into Everton, bro? Honestly, if I think some this one rule, this one um, transfer for Delhi Ali was a bit rushed, too rushed. Wow. Honestly, I only think the one that made sense was Van der Beek, because they have um, <laughs> this guy. Honestly, there's this player who has dreadlocks. Can you remind me his name? He used to play for Arsenal. It will be. It will be. Yes. He he's already there. He's like Adele Ali, honestly. If I'm mm. to be honest, mm. he plays in a similar position, but then he's versatile. You can play him as a wing back. You can play him behind the striker. You can play him on the wing. You know, mm. as a winger. So mm. like, honestly, you have a lot, and he he's willing to run. Adele Ali. It depends on how he's feeling. <laughs> it depends. Well, but I, I mean, if I found to interject there and just chime in, yeah, but I think mm-hmm. Delhi and Van der Beek would be a lovely combination. They are both, they are players that like that one-two, one-two touch. You know, two touch, mm-hmm. one-two, give and go. Let's go, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think mm-hmm. they will actually enjoy themselves. As you're saying, though, continue. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm already done. I'm already done with that. All right. So the outs only look as Dinier left Everton to join Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. We already mm-hmm. spoke about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Leeds, Leeds United, nobody came in, nobody went out. Ah, those guys are trying to find stability after the mm-hmm. recent after recently finding form. So they don't want to really try to make any big changes. But the one player I'd say that we should look closely on during the summer is Rafinha Mm. and um, with the Man United situation especially with Mason Greenwood he's the most likely candidate to come because like Greenwood we unfortunately if Greenwood is listening to this we based on the media we don't know when you'd actually get back in the game and Man United might be like Yo, we love you and all that. You're an academy player. We want the best for you, but we can't really be, what's the word, patient with you because you're aging as time goes, you know? Hmm. And you need to survive as a business. Hmm. Yeah. And, but then, so like um, Rafinha, I'd say, is the most likely candidate to leave Leeds. Honestly, so that's one player to watch during the summer. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> no worries, bro. Leicester. Nobody came in. They released a guy called Philip Benkovic. All right, no problem, Leicester. I see y'all. They're doing their thing. And then we move on to Liverpool, Broski. Liverpool signing Luis Diaz. You you were telling us about Luis Diaz for a minute. Now, talk to us. <laughs> Oof, Luis Diaz. Uh, what club does he play again? 
Uh, he came from Porto. Porto. Yes, from Porto. Yes. Porto. Um, I recently saw his performances for Porto when I think when he was playing against um Atletico Madrid, right? That's mm. the team like they last played against in the Champions League. This guy was running everywhere. Turned, <laughs> you know, he he sort of reminds me of um Carlos Tevez. Wow. In terms of the work rate. Yeah. And then so like um having the confidence to run at players. Not even it doesn't even matter about how many players in front of him. As mm. long as he sees an ounce of space, he'll definitely okay. take. So like um he is the perfect replacement of who's this man? Um uh the striker of Liverpool. Can you remind me his name? The number nine. Firmino? Firmino, yes. Wow. Yep. Do you feel Firmino. he's gonna replace Firmino? Yes. Firmino, I think, is uh is thirty. Yes, he's oh. going to be thirty-two. He's going to be thirty-one now, and he's going to be leaving soon. I hear you. I hear you. They're not going to offer him a new contract unless he says that he's happy to play um, second fiddle to him, mm. which I don't think he will accept. You know. I yes, hear you. Then he has um, eighteen months to run, and I don't think he's going to. He is going to be expiring next year in June. And I don't think Liverpool will offer him a new contract. Mm. Yeah, because like already they have Divo Corrigi, who's willing to play second fiddle to the main striker. Mm. Mm. And Firmino is not used to playing second fiddle. He's always used to being the main man. So that can cause a problem in the team. Most definitely. Yeah, so then um, Klopp has done well to like bring in new players fresh blood yes sir new blood to replace the old blood yes sir mm-hmm. so then that's my opinion about it okay yourself fam like you said mm. I've seen very little of him but mm. I believe in Klopp's transfers every single transfer Klopp has made so far Ninety mm. percent of them have been successful, and I don't see that changing with Diaz. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Although they're a rival club to a club I support and I love, I wish Liverpool the best, and I'm sure Klopp will do what he needs to do. My club isn't ready to compete, so it's not even a uh, their rival at this point. At this point, there's no rivalry. The only rivalry is in history. At this current point in time. Liverpool are the bosses, United are the learners. And we have to accept that. So, yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. Out, Nat Phillips, he has gone to Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Man like Nat Phillips has gone to Bournemouth on loan. Nico Williams also has gone to Fulham on loan. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, no worries. Liverpool, they'll be all right. Nico Williams is the um he was the guy who was supporting what's his name? Uh Trent Alexander Arnold on the right. So obviously they probably have someone else that they believe can take care of that position. And center backs, they got Van Van, Van Dyke back. And obviously with Van Dyke, Kunde, Matip, uh, who was the other guy again that they have? That other guy, that other guy, um, the Greek boy, 
came as well. So uh, center back still be I, no problem mm-hmm. as such. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Definitely young man. So when the when they finished the loan, mm-hmm. they'll definitely be like well since they're young, they'll definitely learn a lot. Mm. And um, if I was them, oof, I think I'd ask for another loan or a year loan at the end of it, at the end of the season. If you were who? If I was Nico Williams. Okay, makes sense for Nico. He's he's turning 21 now. Then he comes back to Liverpool when he's 22. Mm. Yeah, finishes, gets some game time, also gets exposed to like different leagues or even different teams with different kinds of playing style, you know, and also pressures so that like when he gets back to Liverpool, he can just hit the ground running. Instead of yes, like learn how to adapt and so on. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All good, all good. Then you get onto Manchester City. Julian Alvarez from River Plate. What can you tell us about him? <clears throat> wow, this guy, this guy. I recently checked out some YouTube clips. I know it's not recommended to like check out YouTube clips of a player's performance. Because they just play two second moments and then, like, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, like, I saw a review done by Oh My Goal, yeah? They did a backstory about him, about okay. his performance at Goal. So, um, this guy, apparently he was uh, second to Kylian Mbappe in terms of best player performance and also Erling Haaland. So it means that Pep was already eyeing him for a long, long time. You know, the media mm. was covering Erling Haaland and Mbappe, but like Pep was seeing something, you know, something that many people hadn't taken notice. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. This guy is like an Aguero. Let me see. Oh my days. Because he's able to play as a winger, he's able to play um, as a striker. And he's also play is able to play like um number as a number eight. Yeah, central attacking midfielder. Number ten, you so, mean? Number eight, number ten, whichever that is. Okay, okay, it. okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, on the four three three, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um this guy will definitely cause problems. And I think the four three three formation is what Pep prefers right now. Mm. So like I'm very sure that he'll come to the league with a lot of hunger. You know, once he's already found that chemistry with the team. But I'd say which means there should be problems for um, <clears throat> Gabriel Jesus in mm. terms of games. You know, if I was mm. him, I'd start packing my bags as soon as possible. Mm. Because once that kid finds form, it is done. It is done. And he's, <laughs> he's 29. Wow. You know, like how some of these South American players, once they find form, it is done. For real. We've seen it with Aguero. We've seen it with Messi. We've seen it with Di Maria. We've seen it with Icardi. We've seen it with... um, Who's this man? Uh, Cavani? Yeah. So many of them, man. Once they hit the ground running, nothing was Falcao. Falcao. Hammers. Hammers. <laughs> Once they hit the ground running, it is done. 
And I'm sure mm. if I was Jesus, I'd start looking into the possibility of look, going to Chelsea. Because... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they want to let go of Timo Werner. Right? That's true. Very soon. So Jesus is able to play on the wing, right? And also as a striker. And that's a great opportunity for him. And he'll also be playing in the best league in the world. Or rather the most competitive best mm. league it's a for new fans to decide please go in the mm. comment section and tell us about your thoughts on that <laughs> so thoughts about some um, Julian Alvarez I don't know much about him I've not seen nothing I'm going to have to go mm. check up on him but I trust okay. your analysis on him and I'm you sure this guy about his statistics then so that you can okay. vision or even have more motivation right this year alone 2021 yeah. Motivation is a damn is a damn rival blood, but it's cool. Alright, let's go. He scored 24 goals in fi- and 15 assists in 46 appearances. Imagine. Wait, wait, wait. Come again. 24 goals. Okay. 15 assists. Okay. In 46 appearances in this wow. year alone. Bro, how, how, have they, how have they played 40 something games already man these guys play a game every Tuesday or what every every two days come on man it's it's his appearances like you know small domestic leagues and so on make sense okay I hear you I hear you yeah 40 something games already bro by half mm-hmm. of the season mm-hmm. and I mean it's River Plate so they're probably involved in all competitions you know Mm. So yeah, that's my thoughts about it. And it's Solid. crazy. He was offered to Man United, but Man United didn't want him. Is it lie? I am very serious. Go ask for Bitsu. <laughs> oh my God. Go ask for Bitsu. Man United were offered. The agent actually approached him. The club, sorry approached Man United they told him listen we have this guy he's going to be leaving in the summer yeah no sorry next year yeah yeah and um, they were told that we can we can make something work over here but Man United was like no we're getting a new manager and we don't want to get players that he doesn't want I'm like bro which manager on earth beat blind right. deaf driven without even any football knowledge would refuse a guy who's performing so well at a very right. young age right yeah, don't mind the foolish club you're looking at the PR I'm sure that was a PR response if let's say I was Man United honestly I would get rid of Martial immediately after I've heard about this guy no <laughs> <laughs> chill John rid of him bring in a player who's going to run as much as Edison Cavani that's what we need a person who's going to run because that's one of the things that really made Man United be Man United Mm. because everyone was like on a Kante drink they were just on on some kind of special drug man they were just enjoying the thrill of just running so I guess uh, this is another one of what could have been 
Wow. Mm. All right. Let's move. Now let's move on to which other one? Yeah, your club, your favorite club. Because they let go of, uh, I think, an academy player. Uh, they let go of a guy to Stoke City, Taylor Howard Bayless. So he's in Stoke City now. All right, good mm-hmm. luck to Taylor. So your favorite club, um, Window Shoppers FC, brought in nobody. And they let go of Alex Transebe to Napoli. Um, well, obviously, Martial to Sevilla. Diallo to Rangers, Donovan the Big to Everton. All loan moves. What are your opinions? Honestly, I would say that um, all of them will definitely be perform will perform well during the loan spell. Mm. On it, we've already seen okay. it. With we've already. And uh, we we see it in the smiles of um, who's this guy, Anthony Marshall, and also Donny Van de Beek. Oh. you know, a happy player is a a happy player is a person who's able to give you more than what you expect. So I guess this is just one of those man, and I'm sure they will definitely perform well. And also from a Man United standpoint, it does make sense to just let them go on loan, right? Because the new uh-huh. manager might have like plans for them, or might have better plans than them. You get me? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, it would be very interesting to see, um, what's this? How well they perform? Not if, but how well. It's not about if, but how well those players will perform at their respective clubs. Then also the potential of Lingard leaving. Honestly, yeah. I am glad he's not leaving, even if it's a painful um, thing for him to process. Yeah. Because of the situation of um, Mason Greenwood, you know, if it was just if they let him go, we'd have Rashford, Sancho, Elanga, and uh, Ronaldo. And Cavani, that's it. As the wingers are forward. It's crazy. And that's it. And yep. apparently. And uh to get into more detail of the Lingard situation, um Lingard was given a blessing by the coach, but the club said no. I don't know if I said that gives an impression of let's say a power stance that Man United directors are showing um uh the manager or it's just that um in the end like uh maybe the the manager had further talks with the club and they they reached a similar conclusion that like it's best that he doesn't leave because you know how the media can be sometimes they can try to type up anything on the articles just to get some clickbait yes sir mm. yeah and that's just about it man what about yourself Man, Window Shoppers FC, lad. What do you want me to say about your club, fam? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm not shook. I'm not surprised in any way, shape, or form. Your club has shown and proven once again that they. I mean, you know what? Let me even just let me hold on. Remember our conversation yesterday, yeah, with Mister Balogun, Mister Ade actually 
give us some positive vibes, man. So in a way, I don't want to nail United to the wall like I wanted to actually. So I wouldn't do that. We'll move forward. Let's let's spread some positive energy, man. And I think without even signing any players here, yeah, we are still in a good position to make top yeah. four. I promise. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to shed your skin and allow new skin to come out, just like the snakes do. So I believe the Red Devils are in pole position to, you know, enjoy from letting go of some unnecessary weight. What do you do have you to say? I would say that, um, yes, that is definitely true. Like, it's best for them to le- let go of um, unnecessary players who are not going to mm. get game time and just affect the whole overall mood in the on the training ground. Mm. Because, like... Um, it gives the manager more peace to focus on the players that he wants to work with, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of having to worry about calls from the agent or even like um, the entourage of the player, or even mm. the player himself, like um, being moody, um, always knocking on the coach's door. One thing I admire, I admire about Ratnik is that he's very honest. Yep. Know? Even with the media. 100%. He tells the player that, listen, it is this. This is the situation. And I love the fact that um, the coach also said to the media about like the situation of Ronaldo in terms of like um, his position that mm. no one is above anyone. Anyone can be substituted. I'm the coach. I have the final say. I know, of course, Ronaldo didn't like that, but then I'm sure he had some respect for him. He saw that, okay, no problem. This kind of thing, it's good. And his soul. He's seen that like this guy has a plan. For sure. So Ronaldo's not saying anything. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I guess um the what's this? United seem to be heading in the right direction, but I will not put too much hope in it. Or rather attach <laughs> more on the club to the club. Because yes, sir. they have moments of like um disappointing where you need them most. But they That's have missing expectations. I would prefer Man United winning the Champions League over the AFA Cup, honestly. This guy, you must think yeah. you're Charlie in the chocolate factory. It's ninja. You just think yeah. you make a wish and it happens. Sorry, you're not a cancer patient. Big dog. It it does, man. Look at okay, we've seen it over history, man. The best club doesn't always get it. Mm-hmm. We saw it against uh, Ajax, Man United versus Ajax. United mm. was outplayed, but United outmuscled Ajax. That's true. You know, Mourinho style. <laughs> you know? For sure, for sure. And then it just happened. So I guess, like, that's what Man United might try doing. Scoring two mm. goals, this might be the game plan for, game plan for the rest of the season. Mm. Scoring two goals as soon as possible, pack the bus, and that's it. Score wow. quickly, pack the bus. I hear you. You know, put the pressure on the opponents, make them get tired, make them make silly mistakes, mm. and then. And then I guess that's one of the reasons why he decided to switch from a uh, three, from a, um, a two-person centre-back 
in partnership sorry partnership to a three person um, partnership because it works you know mm like one covers for the other just in case like they go farther up yeah yes yeah, so you see how that plan plays out i man no worries uh moving on moving on we got Castle. Bro, current Trippier, Atletico Madrid, he came in. You knew about this deal early on as well. What do you have to say mm. about Trippier coming in from Atletico, Chris Wood from Burnley, obviously. Then so that Bruno guy, your Bruno boy from Lyon, finally made it. What do you have to say about those three? Let me start off with um, Chris Wood. You know, mm. then I'll get down to the Forter stuff. Now, regarding Chris Wood, it's a good move for him. He he somewhat reminds me of uh what's the name of this guy? Of um uh this guy used to play for Burnley. He's a he's a tall guy, had long hair, something like Slatan. Who? He was a tall guy and had long hair, something like Slatan's hair length. Okay. That's Bruno, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like um a former player of Burnley. Okay. Um Hendrix. Hendrix. No, 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 no. He used to play for Liverpool too. He's a striker. But anyways. Oh, Veronin. No, no. Veronin was too old. Wait, someone that used to play for Liverpool that ended up in Burnley? Danny Ings. No, 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 no. You not him. But anyways. The fans, please tell us which player that is. Because <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When? When? When did this player play? For Liverpool, many years ago, man. When Rooney was in his prime. Where Rooney was in his prime. And the boy played in Burnley as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Liverpool? Bro, are you, tra- are you sure I don't talk about Andy Carroll? Yes, him. Bro, he Andy Carroll him. played for Burnley? Yeah, he played for Burnley. And man. I remember Newcastle, and I, yeah, it's true. Adikaro, he went around the shop, to be honest. West Ham, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Liverpool. Okay, maybe Burnley was part of the last places he went to. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, like, um, what's this? Um, what's this? What's this? Yeah, so then that happened. Well, I'm mm-hmm. not too sure to sign for Burnley, but... I might be confusing with maybe West Ham's uniform because you know they look somewhat similar. Yeah. So him, his playing style is something similar to that. A person who's okay. able to and also disturb centre backs. Yeah. Wow. Are you so, sure they did already find that in Joe Linton? I mean, you know, like you can be big, but you're not good at holding up the ball. <laughs> Joe Linton is a Brazilian blood. He like his touch is great. Well, but you see also like you can be, I think maybe just having a wide range of options. Okay. You know, just like, let's say maybe in the last minute you want to kick the ball farther up and you need some players up there to collect the ball. Mm. I don't know what his game plan is, but to me, it seems like a decent signing. Now, mm. moving on to Karen Trippier. Um, Karen Trippier... Honestly, it's a good signing too. 
you'll definitely mm-hmm. help the defenders in terms of growth and also okay. like um, um creating some form of balance in the defense because Newcastle's defense always looks very confused when moments they need to be focusing okay you know? yep so like Kieran Tripp you might help with that yeah even if he's I old he's, he's still beneficial then I moving on um, Bruno right yes sir honestly he seems to be the future his partnership with Shelby will be something crazy my friend wow I thought you just spoke about Shelby now I'm uh, sorry I thought you just spoke about Bruno no no I haven't spoken about Bruno it was um, about uh, Andy Carroll Andy Carroll playing in a similar manner as uh, the strike of um, Newcastle the new strike of Newcastle isn't that Bruno no 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 Bruno is uh, is a midfielder Wow. So who's the new striker of Newcastle again? Is he called uh let me check. I sure you're talking about Joe Linton. Let me check here. Newcastle players. Just give me a second. This guy, man. You, you might be talking about Joe Linton, man. Good man. Chris Wood and Joe Linton. Yes. Yes. Now, I was saying Bruno Gomez and John Joe Shelby will have some crazy partnership. Okay. Yeah? Okay. All right. And these guys would definitely disturb the other teams. You know? Yeah, so, I hear you. Something that you should definitely look forward to. And uh, so, like, um, I think was it Elliot? Elliot has a brother. Yeah. He plays with that Newcastle, right? Have you Elliot? Yes, it is Elliot, Elliot, uh, Elliot Anderson, and I think Harvey Elliot, as you've said. Okay. Yeah. So, um, these guys definitely have like a lot of options. There's the youngins, and then there's the oldies. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, then let's see how that one plays out. What about yourself? Man, bro, these guys, the fact that they signed Trippier, amazing. Chris Wood, good job. I mean, good job for Newcastle. They, they show that they are really serious about this rescue mission they are on. So, Bruno, mm-hmm. like you said, I've not seen much of Bruno, but like you said, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'm sure he should be a good signing. Dan Byrne from Brighton, solid at the back. And the guys that have gone, Woodman. He has gone, Freddie Woodman. He has gone to Bournemouth on loan. And Jeff Hendrick has gone to QPR on loan. That that might become permanent, I think. But yeah, so Newcastle, man, the ammunition, they've gotten their boys, man. And they're, they're not playing, for sure. And then Norwich. Norwich, they signed nobody. And Todd Canu. Cantwell, I can't believe it. So Cantwell one time was being linked to United. So now he has gone to Bournemouth on loan. Wow. What's mm-hmm. your opinion on that with Norwich? Mm, honestly, I'd say it's a good one. You know, getting game time. Because maybe like um being a sub being a last minute substitute, it isn't a really good feeling. So, right. 
yeah so i guess that's one of the reasons one of his main motives for going to um what's this the new club mm. mm-hmm. makes sense makes sense Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do you think? Tottenham, bro. Yes, Tottenham. 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 I was bro, worried. Tottenham. Uh, before we even get to Tottenham, man, mm. like Southampton, they made no ins, no outs, so it was quiet for Southampton. Ralph Hassan Hotel, I know he will do a good job. Hassan Hotel is a very good manager. And yeah, I'm so happy that Southampton stuck with him through thick and thin. Well, at Tottenham now, obviously they got Rodrigo Bentancourt from Juventus. That is that is just a Conte effect, Vlad. Because there is no way a Juventus player will be looking at Tottenham, man. But it's all good. <laughs> they got Kulusevski as well from Juventus, that's just a loan move, so he's gonna be going back. But Benton Curry was permanent, so those two were the main ends that they brought. Only those two. While the guys that left, you have Tangai in Dombele to Leon. So when Leon got, when Leon sold their striker to Newcastle, they were getting in Dombele back because you know in Dombele used to play for Leon. So basically, he's back home. Brian Gill, they sold him to Valencia. They loaned him, sorry, to Valencia. Loselso, they loaned him to Villarreal. And Dele Ali has been transferred permanently to Everton. What does this tell me? Bro, Tottenham basically sold all their number 10s. Like, they let go of all the number 10s. Tanga and Dombele, although it seems like a loan, that's permanent. Uh, Giovanni Loselso, that's permanent. Although it seems like a loan. Everton... For Dele Ali, obviously permanent. Those are three number 10s already. And then you call Brian Gill, who could also play number 10 out on loan. And then you get Kulisevsky, who he's not really a number 10, but he's like a guy that can play from the left. He could play as a number eight. He could be everywhere. And he could be a supporting attacker. Yeah, that's Kulisevsky. Then Benton Kerr is mainly a defensive midfielder. And defensively, they already have Wings, have uh, Holberg, and they have Oliver Skip. So I think <laughs> basically Conte is just getting people that will make his team defensively sound. And he doesn't really worry too much about moving forward. He just believes at least from that ball at the back, if they can just, he's probably going to work in such a way that his, his um, wingers will have more to do than attacking midfielders. So that's what I get from this Tottenham fiasco. You tell me. Yes, honestly, like it's an upgrade to what um, they currently have, and also mm. what they have. Example is uh, Dele Ali. You know, they definitely get um, a lot from the new players. From they just this guy just went for Juventus, man. What <laughs> 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 really? the deals much faster and easier to be done within mm. a short time is because Antonio Conte is the fate former manager so you know he knows how to like work around some things also how to like spit some um, what's this some tongues in the in a manner that like convinces the specific parties involved to like accept the deal yes sir mm. 
So it's yes. all good. It's all good at the end of the day. Yeah. Have any more? Thing. You have any more thoughts on Tottenham? Oof, no, no, as for now, no. But um, honestly, I definitely say that they are one to watch. If let's say the new recruits really um, hit the ground running, exactly. Yes, sir. So, to be very interesting to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I hear also, that. But not least, Real Madrid. They didn't mm. recruit any. But... This guy said Real Madrid. Mm. That nah, we're still we're still on the Premier League. We're still in the Premier League. Come on, oh, man! You... Remember, we got Wolves. We got Wolves. Wolves, Watford, West Ham, Wolves. You know, come on, yeah. You don't want you don't want those fans getting on our buddy, man. Trust me. So Wolves, yeah, bro. Mm. This guy signed Watford. Watford, they signed Rotterdam's Maduka Okoye. Basically, that goalkeeper, yeah, who played for Nigeria, Afcon. Watford signed him in permanently. He was on loan. Yeah, but he has been signed permanently now. Then they signed some Hassan Kamara guy from Nice. They signed Samir. He ain't got no surname from Udinese. They signed Edo Kayembe Kayembe from Upen. They signed Samuel Kalu from Bordeaux. That's a Nigerian boy, no? And out Maduka Okoye to Sparta Rotterdam on loan. So Watford signed him and sent him back on loan, basically. Mm. Yes, sir. Any thoughts on Watford's business? Well, I, I I've not really tried to look much into it, but um, the specific business I can talk about is the firing of um, uh, Ranieri. Hmm. It's very sad, honestly. Very sad. Very sad. Very, yeah. very sad. Good lad, but um unfortunately most of these clubs <laughs> Good lad. Do want to be relegated. They do not want to be. Especially mm. in this crisis. They want that bonus for staying in the Premier League. You know, you know. Mm. Even Newcastle, man, that is one of the reasons why they signed so many players in January. Yeah. If it went for January, Newcastle would definitely be getting relegated, Watford and Norwich. Those would be set, cast in stone, that these guys <laughs> would be relegated. For sure. But now, after the recent uh, January transfer window, it seems like... um. These guys will definitely be trying. We'll will definitely fight till the end to be out of the relegation. It will be sure. very fun to see Newcastle getting relegated after all that money spent. But anyways, let's just watch and see. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. And so West Ham, no ins, no outs. It's a stable ship in West Ham. And I guess the only thing there is people will be thinking about rice come the end of season, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, West Ham had a fairly quiet one as well. And next thing we have Wolves. Bro, Wolves signed a guy called Totti Gomez from Grasshoppers on guard. That's the name of the team, Grasshoppers. <laughs> the loan ended. Okay. Uh, Grasshoppers, <laughs> Grasshoppers blood. I'm telling you, man. 
<laughs> bro, Wolves, man. Hey, your club is Wolves. You sign a grasshopper. It makes sense to me, blood. Hey, Chiquinho, Chiquinho, yeah, from Estoril. Estoril. The guy called Chiquinho. All right. Fam, all these names are sounding like edibles, fam. But it's cool. Nah, man. Hey, respect to Cochino. I'm sure he's a bad boy. Them, them Unuino names, bad boys. Huang Han Chang. You know, Huang He Chang from RB Leipzig. Bad boy. Obviously, he came in in the um he came in not in January, he came in the summer. And he's actually been hitting the ground running, to be fair. And we have out obviously at the Matraore, he went on loan. What are your thoughts? Mm. On the business dealings mm. of Wolves, I don't know much about the players that have come into Wolves. Mm. I can comment on like Adama Traore going to um, Barcelona. I was surprised, mm. honestly. If I was Adama Traore, yeah, I would definitely ask the club, like, what's what is it that you guys really want me to do? Is it like? <laughs> as a second fiddle to a second play second fiddle to a certain player mm. and do you guys want me for a long time or is it just like for a good time you know wow because like yes there's a, Barcelona, there's a Barcelona name I guess it's a Spain that thing pool. that pulls many people to want to go play for Barcelona because no no we can't deny the fact that like Barcelona is the capital city of Spain so and it's a big club yeah but there's also Real Madrid too but like in this case he didn't go he was Real Madrid or not anywhere there and Barcelona in terms of trophy cabinet it's bigger than Wolves so I think that pool as well was another factor that really made them make that decision mm. And then also the fact that um, he played in the academy. So wanting to prove something, even if it's for six months. You know? Yep, because makes sense. After summertime, Barcelona might be a bit too busy trying to convince Erling Haaland to go to their club. And mm. I really, really hope. I hope you Barcelona fans are listening. I really, really hope that um, they don't make it in the Champions League, man. <laughs> Look at this guy. I thought you were going to give us some positives, man. This guy came out and said they don't make... Oh, my God. You're looking for trouble, blood. But it's cool. You have a right to your opinion, blood. I, I want... Why I'm saying that is because I, I want Barcelona to, like... You know, I want them to chat. I want. I just want them to see them in a different light. To see who I mean, in a different light. I just want. I don't know. I just want to see Barcelona like fighting amongst the ranks of mediocre of um, mid-table teams. <laughs> Look at this guy. Okay, yeah. okay. I hear you. I hear you. Honestly, the first half <laughs> of the season, I was enjoying it. Okay. You know, seeing that's Barcelona true. Me too. I promise you're not the only one, man. We're all in Everything love. Everything was not easy, and that's exactly how it's supposed to be. For sure. For sure. <laughs> With the man called Messi. Hey. When you see him For on the real. team, 
you know he's going to score a hat trick you know he's going to score like 10 goals so but anyways yeah yes sir don't make it in the champions league i hope you're playing in the europa league for the next 5 to 10 years wow <laughs> that's quite impossible but yeah you could be a dreamer forte When you have Messi and Ronaldinho and Neymar and Suarez, fam, exactly. the club only expects that henceforth. But you, but you know, the other thing is they forget that they had, um, um, they had great centre backs too. Yeah. Yes. Puyol to PK, you didn't really That's have true. to look into the transfer window for great defenders because they are there already. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Now we're seeing the true like um colors or standard rather of the recruitment of Barcelona. They don't focus too much on like center backs. They have too many midfielders, too many attackers. And that's the weakness. Mm. <laughs> so they have to go back to the drawing board. And so sure. this is a very interesting period for Barcelona. They yes, might like Arsenal. in terms of like we were almost there mm. but we don't know for how long just stay tuned yes sir about it here at sailors network of course you know time it is come on man fam and then i dropped the mic because <laughs> we've literally spoken about every club in the premier league and their dealings and obviously you spoke about uh barcelona as well And yet, what other club do you want to just bring into this before we round this up? I was just about to even talk about Real Madrid. All right. This would be very interesting. If mm. and only if Real Madrid signed Kylian Mbappe. Goodness. <laughs> Manchester United should you should not even pay me. to go get Vinicius Jr from there to England at Manchester <laughs> bro personally pay for his transport fare you see it sounds it sounds like it sounds like it's clearly what should be done right but bro you know mm-hmm. your club enough you should know your club by now they yeah, don't do yeah, they no. don't do the obvious yeah most definitely they always do the opposite yep come on man you should know yeah. what time it is Yeah, but uh, if Messi doesn't go to Manchester Man United, I see Vinicius going to Liverpool. Yes, 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 for so sure. They deserve Oh, to replace Mane, right? Mane or Mohamed Salah. His con- Yeah. Salah's contract is expiring at the end of the season, right? That's true. Yeah, so then that would be a direct replacement. So imagine you'll have um what's this guy the the new striker and then um Jota and then um yep. Vinicius bro <laughs> you will be finishing <laughs> your This guy is telling me bro 
Bro, without them, they gave your club 4-0 half-time. With them, what do you think will happen? <laughs> I ain't saying that, huh? Hey, bro, I have no words. United will just be a training <laughs> from... <laughs> Guys, uh, reality is reality, man. That club, come on, man. Stop mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. Any other thoughts on any clubs? <sighs> well, as for now, no. But mm. um, just say that uh, for any fans out there who love African football, please support um, support and enjoy um, AFCON. Enjoy the game. Bro. <laughs> AFCON will be over in like four days, blood. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's a semi-final. <laughs> enjoy it. Why oh, yeah? Who are the guys playing, bro? I don't know. I, I know Egypt qualified, right? Egypt and Cameroon qualified. And Burkina Faso, I think, also qualified. Mm. So, mm. I don't know what's going on there, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So, either way, it will be very interesting. And, yeah, just just wanted to shout out the AFCON. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, broski. All right, man, no worries. You all have a lovely day. Thank you so much again. Once again, John, Anniversary Bello came through. Guys, mm-hmm. this is your place, United House. We literally detailed every single signing in the Premier League, in and out. So you're mm-hmm. highly welcome, man. You know what time it is. We'll keep on doing this, guys. We love mm-hmm. soccer, so we're going to be here for the long term. You'll have a lovely time. You'll stay true to yourselves. And like John said, you can always hit us up, you know, on Twitter. Say less network, say less soccer, or on Instagram, say less network or say less soccer. Come on, man. Anywhere, anywhere, literally. We got you. John, any last words? Have a blessed new month ahead. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, broski. No worries, man. You take care of yourself for now, yeah? And thanks, man. You too, man. All right, bro. Bye. Oh, all right. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace.